Hunters, welcome to another huge edition of All In. I'm joined by a uh, young boy from Bondi. He's up and about, young Lewis Willoughby. Gigi, be excited, Louis. Hey, been at Roosters training all week, have you? Yeah, the train rolls on, huh? It was um, heart attack stuff there on Saturday night. Wasn't the most convincing of wins. Um, but I saw people saying that probably one of the better Roosters finals performances of all time. And Gutsy. Uh, like our footy was dreadful, dreadful, dreadful stuff. But gee, the defence and the spirit with injuries. Suali didn't come back on at half time. Manu went off. We had young Sandon Smith playing fullback there at one stage. Like it was just shambles stuff. And we managed to hold them out. So, uh, yeah, the train rolls on, mate. On to Melbourne we go. Down in the graveyard, that'll be hard. But they've got some injuries too, so we'll see. Oh, but this is a racing show. So the racing's also really good uh, this Saturday. Group 1's in Melbourne's and some pretty keen sprint races up in Sydney. It'll be good as well. We love our rugby league. And there's a boy from the South Coast who so somehow he's managed to support the Broncos. Dean Watling, well done on the Broncos finally doing something good. Yeah, thanks, boys. It was a good win on Friday night. Uh, I don't know if we'll, I think we used on the opposite side of the draw, the Roosters. So um, you'll probably be thankful of that because we probably are. Um, turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. It's good racing, good racing, good UFC. NFL's back, sports on, and we kick on to another big week, which will have no doubt some ramifications for some big group ones to come up. Huge racing in Sydney, but before we uh, touch on that, we'll go to Flemington, the Maccabi Diva Stakes. Massive race here. Mr. Brightside, $2.50. Alligator Blood, $4.50. Princess Grace, $6. Amelia's Jewel, doubtful, $8. Ozapanko, 11 Zaki, 11 Amenable, 15 Attrition, 15 Fangirl, 15 Francesco Guardi, 15 A few of those uh, aren't confirmed to head down there, but they are whose odds are all courtesy of Tab. Louis, why don't you kick us off with Flemington? Yeah, I looking at that market, um, I mean, Mr. Brightside, two from two this prep, um, had to do it pretty tough. Three wide, no cover there to win. 350 into 250 already. I, you know, it, the funny thing is the good thing, obviously, about having a horse like Mr. Brightside is he becomes a stupid superstar. He's the pin-up horse and blah, blah, blah. The bad thing is, Gee, it hurts the all-in betting market. You can't really, you can't <laughs> yeah. really find a bet anymore. So it's great to watch him go around and just excel. But uh, in terms of finding bets and finding winners, it becomes hard. The one I picked out this morning, uh, perhaps that could start shorter than the six dollars. I note that it was eight dollars uh, not that long ago. Princess Grace. So SP yep. profile twenty-one dollars first up minor place six fifty last start behind Mister Brightside minor place. If you're picking at straws. Is there a case to say that maybe it would have gone close? It had to find its way around Anavisto, who was fading on the rail. Is in the worst ground as well, though. Huh? Two runs in a row, she's been in the worst ground. Yep, just finding, you know, losing a few strides there compared to a few others, was beaten under a length. You know, that that that's probably a, a case to be made. Um, did have a pretty gun run uh, in saying that, though. But, yeah, just maybe got held up for a bit there. I went and looked back at her profile. Uh, out to a mile should really suit. She's multiple Group 2 winner over the 1,700 metres in the US and was Group 1 placed up to 1,800 metres. I think they're on a Cox Plate path as well. So uh, there's no worry about uh, this step up here. And as I said off the top, it's SP profile of $21.650 and now two good runs at those prices. Could she start shorter than the $6 on offer? I would think the answer could be yes. Um, but I note that she's also in for the million-dollar mile race in Sydney on the weekend. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. But Princess Grace at $6 was the one I, I picked out. Dino? Yeah, I think this is a good race. We could probably find a little bit of an edge against Brightside. Like you mentioned, Louis, each run is sort of getting shorter and shorter in the market. I think 
Three one, no cover last start. I think you could probably say maybe out of length or so. But then when you review the meeting, you saw Benedetta who come out sat three wide as well. I think it was an advantage to be close to the speed on the outside. The inside lanes are inferior. Um, so I liked the case you made there for obviously Princess Grace. I think she's the one in the market. And uh, Alligator Blood, don't forget this, the record of this horse second up and the stable second up. They often improve their horses dramatically second up. Um, and you look at the speed of this race. He's the one who can always get control of a race. He's got an outstanding record down at Flemington as well. So I think the two in the market, you can probably find Alligator Blood and Princess Grace just at prices to be against Brightside Gano. And the other one we haven't talked about was Zaki. He was really good first up with stakes off one soft trial. He's the one who's going to improve sharply second up. But he's in the same category as Princess Grace. Do they go to Melbourne? Do they go to Sydney Gano? Yeah, it's just interesting. So Trav Noonan did an article for uh, racing.com and I'm uh, just referencing that here. Princess Grace, Blake Shin, booked to ride. So you would think with Blake... Uh, being confirmed to ride the horse would most likely stay down there and race down there, gents. So not a bad push there. As a horse, I'm really keen on backing. And I know this is probably not the time, but I think he's got a big uh, big race in him is Duke de Tessa. Um, obviously, the Doncaster was was luckless uh, first Australian run in the Doncaster. Now, uh, it was a last start in well, – it was behind Mr. Bryce, so I'm pretty sure where, what yeah, was yeah. the race was. But uh, Momentum was, stakes. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. It, was, it, looked, like a, it looked like a run, but just screamed 2,000 metres. Can we fill a hole on the way through to that 2,000 metres? I think we can. You're getting around $7, $8 the place. So I'll make two to set the um, my all in play in the group one Mackay Bediva. Just here, one. sorry, we'll get to you in a sec, but the rest of what we're going to go through here today is we're going to be just relax, son. Um, we're just going to go through the rest of these fields and just talk about uh, runners that we're probably going to follow because there's no market outlook. You're off, son. What do you got? Yeah, I'll just I'll just stop you there, Dino. This bloke's often gone like ball of muscle in an eight hundred meter. Can I come back to you for one second? Do you have a horse to follow from Saturday, mate? That we just kind of completely skipped over at the start of the potty because there were some good runs there on Saturday. If you can get a three, you can you know throw in. Listen, mate. This yes. is not this is not Sky Racing, so I'm running the show. <laughs> we'll get to that when the time's ready. Let's head to Randwick on Saturday, and we are going to a rail that's seven metres from the thousands to the winning post and then four metres for the remainder. So dry track on uh, on speed may have its favours with a four-metre rail. They're always hard to uh, make up ground. And, Louis, I can't wait to hear you've got a horse to follow because you're obviously very keen. But let's kick off in the seven stakes and have a chat about that. Some runners of note here that are nominated, Fangirl, Duke DeCessa, also there uh, going global for um, Chris Waller, Hinged as well. Who your Mal, of course, I know you guys are very keen on, Lindemann, and the list goes on, Princess Grace, Pericles, Think It Over, Zaki. Dino, you want to kick off with uh, any horses that you may have wanted to follow into the seven stakes? Yeah, a couple of horses that I want to look at. Zaki's the big one. Like I said before, the sort of soft trial into a first-up run. I know they wanted to go to the tramway first up, and Annabelle thought he trialed too good not to throw him in the wink stake. So that probably tells me that he's got conditions to come, especially not having that second trial. And I've been on the record of saying he's an out and out 14 to sort of 16, 1800 meter horse. That's where I love to, to back him. So Gates depending, obviously a lot going with that rail out so far, but he's the one I'd love to find in this race. And the other one that I'd like to find is probably think it over. I think he's third up now. Rock hard fit. He'll be the map horse. He always tends to draw a good gate. even if he doesn't 16, I'm to start at Randwick. You've got That's the entire, I've never heard one, Lou. Oh. Entire back straight. So 
He'll draw 20 of 20 this week, but don't worry. He got 600 metres carry and um, Nash to find the front. So they're the two Gano for me. Think it over. You're, and You're incredible. Kerry uh, Parker's just choked on his sausage roll, mate. Fair dinkum. Uh, Louis, what do you got for us in the second stakes? Yeah, I was going to mention Zaki as well. Also for that, um, I mean, probably unlikely to go with the million dollars up for grabs here in Sydney, but was in the Maccabi Diva nominations, uh, all in market where it rather. And at the $11, I think it was, was on the drift. So it's probably telling that it won't go there. But if it did, that's maybe one uh, that could start shorter. The first up one run was okay, as you mentioned. Should be better here second up. Uh, agree, think it over. The other one I could maybe just throw in is a very informed Pericles for Godolphin, who's two from two this prep. I led them up over the 1,400 metres and won by about a length there last start. Comes to the mile, but... Um, yeah, maybe depending, price depending, against a pretty hot field, it seems, uh, but just a horse that's really informed that could maybe lob uh, among those top three place getters. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good little field on these, not, not little, good uh, strong field, 20 nominations for the uh, million dollar seven stakes there at uh, Sydney at Randwick on Saturday. So it should be a good race. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what price they put up. Who your mail? I thought it was probably a horse that we could definitely follow there. Let's look at the shorts. Uh, group two, 1,100 metres. There's some really, really um, good horses here that come into Everest contention here. Uh, Bella Nipatina, Bjornos Nutshoss, Hawaii 5-0. I've got my, I've got big questions over that horse being an Everest contender. In secret, mm. of course, we'll be there. Lost and running, Mazu overpass, Private Eye from Mark. Ruthless Dame and Dino's old mate, Shelby 66. Fanning, and what are we doing? My mate. Kick us off in the shorts. There's obviously no markets out yet, but what, what are your thoughts on the race uh, as you see it? Yeah, it's a phenomenal race. It's going to be outstanding. Obviously, the rail out's going to play a couple of parts, but uh, I think there's a couple of slots that horses need to put their hands up through, and I think I'd be right in saying that the shorts has produced a couple of Everest winners. I think um, Classic Legend came through this race, so... Um, the two that I really want to arrow in on Gunner, you've been bullish with this horse at the trials, lost and running. He had another trial last week. It was better than his first trial, which was impressive. So he's back. Um, he's obviously had a couple of feet issues, but he's a tactical, versatile horse. He can sometimes need the run first up, but I think John O'Shea even screwed down to, to get that Everest slot. And the other one is in secret. She was phenomenal first up. I think if Shelby 66 doesn't annoy those front runners and she lands that uh, pair close from the run, I think she probably beats Remark. So. In secret, clearly on top, early doors, price dependence, you'll probably come up short, but lost and running is probably the one that the market may miss, Louis, and come up big odds. Yep, you are spot on about um, this being a good Everest lead up uh, for the shorts. We had Nature Strip run second in it in 2021, then win the Everest. We had Classique Legend win it, then go to the Premier, then win the Everest in 2020. Um, and you've also got Red Zell's first win 2017, uh, won the Concord, then the shorts, then the Everest. So it's a good race. I am going to go again, no market, so hard to tell, but I'm going to go with Buenos Noches, who I think was unreal first up, albeit in a, a group three beating Argentia and Dragonstone. Um, Argentia hasn't been bad since, but I'm, it's not obviously the strongest form reference of all time, but gee, I think it was good. It's trialed again since it won that trial. Uh, I think this is really furnishing into a, a really serious horse. Always been a good one, no doubt, and was you know perhaps unlucky not to win. Uh, a group two or group one at some stage, last preparation, third in the Coolmore start, etc. But um, yeah, Buenos Noches for me, I think he's is flying and he's going to give this a real shake. Zapateo, uh, not Zapateo, rather in secret. Um, yep, thousand meters was too short. Eleven hundred now will be better. Um, 
I want to be against Remark. I think, look, if Remark was to come out and win this, then I'd really have to take a cold shower and go, okay, mm. this could, could be a horse here. But I oh, just still not, I'm still not convinced. And I knew someone had mentioned Lost and Running. Fair thinking. When are you, when are you giving up on Lost and Running? How many more chances? And that's with respect to the horse. But how many more chances is this horse getting? Every time well, it goes... This, I'm, this is the first chance. So I don't think I've ever been with it. So No, I'm, I'm not looking at you on the left. I'm looking at you on the yeah. left. The <laughs> but usually if we can get Dino to drop off, he'll probably lob. So yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's usually how it works. Is one run too early, Dino. But I, I think this is a really intriguing race. I don't know what to do with it at the moment. I think the barriers and the speed map will play a huge part. What I will say is I suspect Overpass will just come out and, and fly. Um, plenty of speed here. Um, first up. Yeah, yeah, it's going real, first up. Real good. Yeah, I, mm. so I suspect it's going to be the one that's ready to, to go really well. Um, Private Eye has to run okay. Like, there's just so many if, buts, and maybes here. Let's mm. see what we've got play within the betting market but if overpass comes up with a double figure price then i'm happy to probably spec it now one more race that i'm really keen to chat and digest uh, is the t rose stakes let me throw a few of these runners out at you um autumn ballet captain amelia we saw her go around at gosford we can uh, probably let her go through to the keeper mumbai muse hasn't been awful platinum jubilee my old mate, Summer Lovin, getting closer to the, uh, to the mile. Can't wait to see her there. And his invincible, Tata Levita. Dino, uh, what are your thoughts on the T-Rose? Yeah, it's just rinse and repeat, isn't it, of the furious stakes. I think up to the 1,400 metres, I think that's the big tick for the challenges against Tiz Invincible. And saying that, I think it's a big tick for Tiz Invincible as well. I think yeah. soft tempo, the furious stakes, her last 200 metres, just screen, get me out, another 200 metres. The tempo's the, the query, but if Tropical Squall goes around, I think they'll inject a lot of tempo into this race and a couple of others. I think that's the key to their chances. I think the, the difference between Kamochi and Tiz Invincible is tactical versatility. I think that's what won the race in the Furious. So I've been bullish on her. Tiz Invincible can't see her. I can't wait to see her in the flight stakes, and I've got her firmly on top of you, Louis. Yep, I'm going to stick Kamochi by the barest of threads, but I'm sticking, I think, you're right, Dino, that the tactical versatility is killing Kamachi at the moment, but I know that she's going very well. A third daughter melee was getting closer last start. If you go back to the Percy Sykes, which she ran third in at Group 2 level, she sat third and fourth. She can be on speed, and I think now, fitter, deeper into the campaign, um, barrier-dependent, I'm hoping they can just settle that pair or two closer. It gives us so much more chance of, of, of breaking through and beating some of these and turning the tables. So uh, third up. And out to 1,400 metres, barrier-dependent. I'm hoping they can be closer. And, yeah, I'm going to stick with Komachi. I just think I'd be silly to jump off now if I've, if I've liked what I've seen so far. Love it, Lou. Yeah, well, I did leave it out when I read out of nominations. That was an oversight. It's clearly one of the big chances in the race. But I think Tears Invincible, uh, it's her race to lose. I think 1,400 metres is uh, very, very good for Summer Lovin. It's going to get to a mile and win. It's probably one of the better maidens going around. But that's that race, gents. Righto, the Everest picture, has it become any clearer uh, for you or is it just murkier now? Nature Strip being retired. Uh, Eduardo uh, on the way out has been retired as well. Then you've got Sunshine in Paris putting her hand up on the weekend in what was a very, very impressive run. I don't think you could um, market anything else. And Imperatrice, they say she's um, not going here, but who knows there. Is it murkier or any clearer for you, uh, Louis? Murkier. Um, I think because the the biggest thing about losing those old champions, Nature Strip, Eduardo, et cetera, 
who who's leading this race? Where is the speed coming from in this overpass. race? Did you kick? Well, okay, sure. Over. So then, in, in which case, if overpass gains a slot. I'd be happy to probably back it, to be honest. It's yep. not. Is it better than Giga Kick, I Wish I Win, uh, and think about it? Maybe is not. A, is there a young horse from maybe Baker Stable as well that might be heading there? No, uh, I don't know. Well backed in market. One of the, I can't remember, Osmosis has been really heavily backed in markets, suggesting it may be getting a slot as well. I just think you you have to start picking horses or thinking about horses if you want to take on those big four that can go forward. And mm, yeah. um, there, there's just, there isn't, like Marzu has versatility but it's it's no leader it'll be closer than a few of the others but it's certainly no leader um yeah i, I i'm on i'm unsure imperatries what are they doing mm. fair income and this is she's like, got speed too they are they are so much smarter than i am without a doubt the tiao Kao team but they are leaving 20 million dollars just laying on the table they're just <laughs> you could just reach out now and grab it <laughs> Well, you get, just, seven, you get a seven, and then I'm going to give. Then they're probably going to give half of it away. So now it's only three, and then you know, like, you know what I mean. So it seems fantastic. And you then you're talking about breeding. Group ones are great. Don't get me wrong. Huge yeah. for the breeding profile. I saw a pretty um, interesting comment, and it's and it's likely that correct that she goes better um, that way of going anyway compared to the Sydney way. But Fairnigham, oh man, I, I, you know, and people will go, oh, you know, you work at Sky and blah blah. You're going to pump up the Everest. This is forget all that. How can you not be going there? Well, it's real simple. If you want, if you wanted to lob there, you're the ATC or your tab. Put your big boy pants on, and you say you can have all the prize money because this is gonna, this is gonna be one of the biggest marketing plays the Everest has ever seen. Let's let's pull the trigger and go there, and away you go because they're offline. Dana, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that point's interesting. The race is worth twenty million dollars, and the winner only gets only gets seven. Yeah. But must be tough. You, you know what I mean? It must be tough to say that. Going around in the provincial <laughs> benchmark sixty four in you, you Newcastle know what I'm, Saturday. You know what I'm saying though. Like you got the King Charles worth five million, and the winner gets three million. I'm just looking at it in that perspective. So um, I think it's gotten harder after the weekend. I think the only query with Overpass is if he actually gets gets a slot. I think he's dynamic first up, but I think mm. he tails off after his prep. Yeah. So if I was picking him, I'd want him fresh. So I think yeah. that's the the query with him. I think the two horses that are yet to be found are Osmosis and King's Gambit. I think a three-year-old has to get picked up and they're the only two that I'm thinking now. I'm against that run to the rose form from the weekend. So market-wise, King's Gambit, Osmosis are probably still long enough that you could sort of chime in and what you need, he goes around this weekend. So if he's going to be there, you'd probably suggest if he runs well, his price is going to shorten. But I think it's wide open. I'd love to see Imperatrice there. She's got that tactical versatility too and can go forward. So um the other one I mentioned is in secret. It goes around in the shorts. So I think it just gets harder, which probably makes mm-hmm. the race even better. Exactly. I, I feel like we're probably in for the best edition of the Everest we've seen to date. I think it's fantastic. I can't wait. And I think it'd be even better if Imperatrice gets there. I don't think she's over the line at all. I thought what we saw on Saturday was very, very, very good. Um, but different kettle of fish. And we can all often, as punters and racing enthusiasts, get way too excited too early. I'd love to see you there, and I'd love to see you do it. It'd be fantastic. Now, Jen's Golden Rose looks like we're having another uh, cracking edition of the Golden Rose, and I know that Charmstone's been met with nice support. Still under three fifty, Shinzo four fifty first up. Charmstone eight dollars, King Colorado horse. I've got a lot of time for eight dollars. Militarized eight dollars. Give me an early play. It doesn't have to be a betting play, but who do you think wins the Golden Rose? Dino. 
King Colorado, oh, I'm keen to be against run of the rose form, um, which normally is the best form. 0.7 lengths separated first to six in that race. I'm looking for something to come outside of that, which I think is King Colorado. Comes through the wink stakes. That trial the other day was superb. His only jink, I guess, is his uh, sort of his racing pattern. Um, and then obviously you've got Shinzo, who's going to go first up into the rose. They're the two I'd look for. And I think King Colorado will start closer to favourite than around that $6 price now, Louis. Don't know if it's going to the Guineas, Caulfield Guineas, or this, but at $51 and um, do you get your money back if it doesn't nominate? It's your company, mate. Yeah, true. I should ask. Um, Brave Me, 51 bucks is one I'd be willing to spec um, because I agree with Dino. I think you have to start looking outside that form line. I don't like any of those at the top. King Colorado, yep, sure, good. And Cap was all right. Um, but did have a good run. Yeah, 51 bucks, brave me. Just a little little spec there. Cafe Millennium too. Where's it going? What's its what's its plan, anyone? Spring champions. Spring okay. champions. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, it's going, it's going well. Wait for that horse to get to Ramwick and mm. could be borderline unstoppable. Yeah, it's going well. Yeah. King Colorado for mine. Um, I just think it's a great bet. I think it'll win the race and win pretty much anything he lines up in. I hope he goes to the Cox plate. I, I think he's a special horse. Um, Being out of sight, out of mind, that run. And I was maybe went a little bit, you know, off my head a little bit when I suggested probably should have won the Winks, but gee whiz. <sighs> Wouldn't have been far away. That's anyway, not like boys, you to make outlandish statements, isn't it? Gannon? Exactly right. You know, that's what we're paid to do. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Luke. <laughs> right, Now, I know I've kept you waiting and I'll drag this out as long as possible. Horses to follow from the weekend. Louis, mate, you're keen. You're up and about. Why don't you kick us off? Yep. I want you to put this one in your black book yeah. uh, because it'll be bobbing up in a black type race, group two, group three, at good odds and be running very, very well, filling a hole, if not winning. Uh, a horse by the name of Flying Crazy went to the Theo Marks mm. on Saturday. Finished tenth, right? Sat last. You listening to the uh, review this morning, Luke. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't tune into that if you paid me. But um, uh, <laughs> run tenth, huge, huge through the line. It was one hundred and one dollars. I'm telling you, it'll bob up Group Two or Group Three level at not one hundred and one, but even half that you'd take, and it'll be running very well. Flying Crazy. Loves his value. I'm going to throw Cap Foray in there. I think potentially one of the better maidens going around. And let's just hope oh, the Wallace Stable are pretty smart. Might love in a listed or a group race, but also could turn up in a uh, Wednesday at Canterbury or Warwick Farm and also um, brain them. So that's the horse for me to follow, Cap Foray. Uh, Dino? Hey, I like the May Roses run in the first, uh, in the midway. I think uh, after pointing out it means he can be winning next start. I thought Tom Kitten was outstanding. I think he'll win wherever he goes next. Um, and I had another one that I wanted to mention. I think it was Airman in the last. Oh, I love this first up run. A red card absolutely spanked them, which Gano was keen on. But I think if they send Airman down to Flemington straight, I doubt they'll beat him there. So really keen to follow Airman. I think he's a proper horse. Without a shadow of a doubt, that horse had zero chance of winning on Saturday. Airman, and it will be going enormous. I'd love to see red card down the straight as well. I think that'd be a nice clash to see those two um, because that was just impressive gee i loved it we watched that replay all day righto boys midweek uh best bets i'm going to kick off at canterbury race six number one espresso not espresso but espresso 
uh, for Nathan Doyle. Just finds a much easier race than what it's been running against. I think it was beaten, what, 2.3 lengths behind. Extravagant star. i got a feeling that horse has got a bit of upside. Goes back to the midweeks here. No jockey nominated, but uh, rolls forward and gives a huge sight. Race six, number one, Espresso Dino. Yeah, race one, number eight, uh, Macarena Voice. Ah. <laughs> Cut that up, Luke. Cut that up. <laughs> Make a gift. No, do yeah. not do that. Race one, number eight, Macarena should win. Uh, four round the Dahl, who ran third in the run to the Rose on the weekend. Uh, Luke, gee, didn't that... you blow up when that got beat as well? You went right oh, off. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, and that just makes it worse on the weekend, Louis. That was going to be my bet too, Macarena. I'm also keen on it. Sorry, Dino, I'll probably lose now. Uh, <laughs> interesting to see the last at Canterbury on Wednesday is an interesting one. Greece is in there. McHale, which was a debut winner. The swoop is not too bad. Capital Heart goes well for John O'Shea. All down the bottom of the page uh, in terms of uh, saddlecloth number. So I'm going to tip McHale, who I thought was good winning on debut. The trials leading in weren't anything special, and the trial it's had since, uh, nor anything special. But I don't know. I think it could be a race day kind of horse. Um, wide draw, concerning. See what price we get. But I, I think it's okay, McHale. Louis, just on Greece as well, you'll find that uh, he's also nominated for race five, number eight, Greece in that race. So probably won't get a start in the last, being an emergency. But if, if you are a Greece fan, race five and some decent form ones there around Gaza Blanca that came out and uh, got the job done last night yeah. as well. So also, it had I'm very keen to follow. wrap on it, Greece. Yeah. It's, it's, it's trials have been absolutely awful. Couldn't back yeah. him the last dollar. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I'll be concerned. <laughs> well, uh, straight beats at home, you'll probably give up the game. Rather right, boys, it's been <laughs> plenty of fun. Can't wait to shame the markets went out. But what we'll do for your punters, make sure you um, look into the comments section because once the odds are out, uh, Dino will jump on, Lou will jump on, and we'll all just chime in with a couple of horses we think of value. Please uh, give us a comment, send us some love. Yeah, your engagement is our oxygen or keep Bluey turning up because he's got bigger and better things to do, no doubt. Dino and I don't. But um, give us some love, let us know. I think he may. He may have tipped you into pinstripe last week. We'll have to go back on the uh, Check the tapes. Check the tapes. I don't know. Check the tapes. Upstairs, uh, boys. Yeah, upstairs. But anyway, um, up the chooks. It's going to be a big week for Louis at Roosters training. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. All right. Ciao.